Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers have been up to and what we're looking forward to this coming football weekend. This season we give thanks and big ups to our studio sponsor, Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, zero calories, maximum Pepsi taste. Stay tuned for our mid-episode Pepsi Max Award, championing great taste. All right, it's week two. We have one week under our belts, and uh, we got to test drive the teams we all uh, drafted and and uh, did some transactions for before the the last minute uh, draft. Did some transactions, picked up players, did did I don't know, rearranged before the last minute uh, week came to a head, and it's been a week to reflect. So uh, let's talk about it, uh, Matt. Top Tom, 106 to 92. Matt flies very high with Tony Pollard and Aaron Jones. Uh, must be feeling good at least about Tony Pollard. Aaron Jones with the injury, probably out a couple weeks. Uh, and picked up Philadelphia kicker Jake Elliott midweek, and uh, he got 17 points. Nice work, Matt. Uh, for Tom, Austin Eckler's big day, and also an injury. Uh, and the Atlanta defense weren't enough to save Tom. And, uh, you know, 92 points is good. It's top half of the league. But when you're facing somebody who gets over 100, you better have over 100, too. Uh, that's just numbers, everybody. I explained numbers. Uh, <laughs> Glenn won out over Drew, 78 to 61. Chris Olave and Travis Etienne had good days, which saved Glenn from himself in terms of his pass catchers. Not the only person to do that. Uh, Tyler Algier and uh, Jaco- Jacoby Myers each had 20 points. And Sutton from had nine from the bench. Burrow... Joe Burrow, that is. Uh, Joe Cool had only three points on the day, making this a really tough go for Drew no matter what, but the negative two from his kicker also didn't help. Sorry about it. Better luck next time. This week, I guess, Drew. Uh, Beach was routed by Pete, 61 to 83. Pete had Calvin Ridley. Welcome back, Calvin Ridley. 16 points and Stephon Diggs, 16 points, who looked to be... Uh, really good start to the year really good picks um seem seem solid uh jalen hurts for beach only had 13 points in that uh that underwhelming win and a zero from his tight end isaiah likely uh did the trick to seal the deal with uh 61 and the loss uh derek edged out colin in a monday night thriller y'all this was what fantasy football is so fun to be about uh, 108 to 107 the two best scores fighting each other in week one wow um so derek had tua uh tangabaloa I, I didn't say that right and i don't have my notes in front of me uh he had 32 points though huge huge game alexander madison with 10 was all right and the dallas defense the dallas defense y'all with 30 nine points holy moly putting him over the top uh colin had only 10 from josh allen and josh allen had that monday night game against the new york jets he needed 12 to win uh those interceptions on a monday night really really hosed him uh he did have great big weeks from tyreek hill 33 points uh along with Tua uh on the other side of the matchup and tyreek hill is still amazing still awesome still a great pickup 33 points was an explosion from him, however. And the Jacksonville Jacksonville D was uh, was solid, too. Craig won out over Scott. Craig has uh, Christian McCaffrey doing Christian McCaffrey things with 22 points. And the New York Jets D, who are really good this year, 22 points. and a, So they form a weirdly strong core for uh, Craig, despite 
uh, he having also New York Jets, Brees Hall, 14 points, being good, but from the bench. Uh, so did not contribute to his 82 points. Justin Jefferson's 15 points couldn't overcome the two points that Van Jefferson scored. He was like the big pickup uh, with Cooper Cup's injury. And a negative two from G- Deion Jackson and only five points from quarterback Lamar Jackson. Scott did not have the day he hoped for. Lastly, uh, myself, Team Pepsi Max, by the way, uh, one out over John, 75 to 60. Uh, I had the worst winning score, but still a winning score, uh, which feels appropriate for how I ended my season last year. I was saved by the Philadelphia defense, uh, which I paid up for in the draft, uh, but played the wrong receivers. I probably could have had over 25 more points than I did. Uh, just if I played the right receivers uh, from my bench. Uh, John was basically ruined by not having Travis Kelsey and by A.J. Dillon being bad uh, and inefficient, whereas his teammate Aaron Jones was good but then got hurt. So that is the recap of Week 1. Just looking back at the transactions from Week 1, you know, I got to give uh, some some flowers, some props to Matt for picking up Jake Elliott. As I said, that was a really, really great pickup. Uh, he did drop Zay Flowers, so I won't give him Flowers. He he lost Flowers. Uh, Colin had the Jacksonville D, uh, which is another great pickup. He dropped Zeke Elliott. I thought that was a really great uh, pickup. To me, uh, picking up the Atlanta D for Tom and dropping New England was quite, quite good. I don't know who to give the bell to at this point. You know what? Yeah, I do. It's to Colin. Colin gets Transaction of the Week. I liked it. Uh, let's see. For week two, we had a lot of action on the waiver wire. People were scrambling. The big waiver wire moves were uh, Tom picking up Puka Nakua uh, for $39. He was the Rams receiver, the rookie who did such an explosive or had such an explosive debut uh, in Cooper Cup's absence. And it looks like he'd be good for a while until he got hurt and is probably out this week. He also dropped J.K. Dobbins. I mean, Losing J.K. Dobbins to that injury sucks. Uh, Colin picked up Kenneth Gainwell for $18 and dropped Jarrett McKinnon. Seems pretty good, except Kenneth Gainwell, at least this week, has a rib injury and did not play for the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday. Jarrett McKinnon, however, because uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out, should see more work for the Chiefs. So, eh, we'll see about that one. Colin picked up Zay Flowers that Matt dropped last week, uh, picking up Rashad Bateman. I thought that was a great pickup. Uh, other great pickups, I think Joshua Kelly in Austin Eckler's absence should be really great. Nice pickup for $6 on the waiver wire by Derek, dropping tight end Juwan Johnson. I also enjoyed Matt Pitt and Matt's pickup. I, you know, aside from uh, me uh, bad-mouthing his week one transaction, which really wasn't bad-mouth, um, he picked up uh, the Cleveland D, who just had an amazing, amazing time in week one, dropping New Orleans, which uh, I thought was was quite, quite good. Let's see. Uh, other sort of notable transactions Scott picked up Darnell Mooney Uh, Derek picked up Dalton Kincaid the Buffalo tight end dropping TJ Hawkinson probably should have played TJ Hawkinson who scored two touchdowns Uh, but hindsight is of course always 2020 Um, transaction of this week (laughs) you know I'm going to give it to the Zay Flowers pickup for Colin, I thought uh, Zay Flowers looked great in re- week one. I think, uh, you know, points-wise, Matt made the right decision in week one to do it, uh, picking up Jake Elliott. But Colin, that's that's a that's a nice, nice pickup and trading one Baltimore receiver for another one. So Colin gets the 
Pepsi Max Stay Thirsty Award for week two. Uh, enjoy. And don't forget, Pepsi Max, great taste, zero calories. Looking ahead to week two, uh, we've got some great matchups in store. And one of the things, at least when I took the screenshot last night um, before stat corrections, which I don't think took effect, it seemed like nearly every result, every, every person, every manager who had players in the Thursday night game seems to either improve their score or gotten it closer to their opponent, uh, with, with one exception. So, uh, Team Paxi Max, uh, let's see, I had the Philadelphia D, uh, seven points to 13 points for Scott. He had uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, who had a nice day. Uh, Matt has 12 now on the boards, get bringing him closer to the projection of Colin. Drew, uh, or sorry, Glenn has a projection of 94, and Beege's 26 points from Thursday night uh, bring him close to that projection with 92. Uh, Derek has, Derek and Craig are fighting one to two and actually have a side bet that we're going to talk about shortly. Uh, but one point to two point is an amazing result after one game. Uh, John and Drew look to be narrowing with Drew only getting two points from his player from Thursday. And the one mismatch in the projections, at least so far, is Drew versus Tom, where Drew is projected to be at 95 with 19 points on the board already, whereas Tom is projected at 79. I'm just going to look here to see where Drew got his 19 points because I think it's, yeah, Devontae Smith, uh, who had 131 reception yards and one touchdown. Absolutely awesome on Thursday night. I, I still have a, a soft spot for him, uh, having rostered him in years past. So I thought that was fantastic. So let's let's talk about fun stuff. Uh, so side bets. Uh, Team Pepsi Max, myself, and uh, Matt have a side bet concerning Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Matt had an open bet to people uh, asking anybody to bet him that Kenny Pickett, their second-year QB, would not be, in Matt's words, a pile of butts. And you know what? I took that bet because I like Matt, and I think side bets are fun. So uh, that was definitely... Uh, a fun thing to do. We are figuring out what the end criteria of not a pile of butts actually looks like, uh, but that is a fun one. Also, Derek and Craig bet each other a batch of spicy biscuits uh, for, to the winner of their matchup, just heads up, straight up, and I think that is fantastic. Um, so yeah, more side bets. Videos are fun. I forgot to say, um, in terms of high scores, low scores for last week. The high score, Derek, 108 over Collins, 107, and over Matt's, 106. So Derek just getting the highest score of week one. Lowest score of week one was John um, at 60. We had a couple 61s, uh, but John was the lowest. So wah, wah, wah. Um, In terms of gifts of the week, there was so much wonderful gift work uh, this week on uh, the channel. I, I love that there's a gift party, but I feel like the the most gift action occurred Monday night when uh, Derek looked to be just barely squeaking away with that win. Um, let's see. So uh, Colin with Josh Allen uh, posting the count from Sesame Street. Three, three terrible interceptions uh, was fantastic. I love Glenn cheering on Derek with the big D gif and Colin with the good place you've just I have been derricked um which is just fantastic 
so yes, uh, Monday night, I think we all won watching that one. Uh, if you were watching the game or if you were watching the fantasy scores, it was a lot of fun. So a lot of gift work and uh, everybody keep the gift game strong. I'm actually traveling out to the West Coast to see family this weekend. I don't know if I'll be watching any football, but perhaps I'll have some time to be active on the chat. Um, yeah, I don't know. So uh, hopefully... Week two, uh, good luck to everybody uh, except for Scott. Uh, Scott, I hope your team uh, just catches fire or uh, drowns or whatever. Not really, um, but I hope they all get uh, very low scores, and I hope that I get a high score, and that, that hope is what we live for in fantasy football. So enjoy, everybody. Take care. Bye.